G'day, so this is a really cool episode coming up. Uh, I've been getting a lot more traffic, and I so I was reviewing this episode, and I realized that it takes me a little while to get to the actual program that you're probably listening to this for, which is my 321 protocol. It's the one that, uh, if you've listened to many of my podcasts, I actually refer back to it. It's an amazing program. It's now my go-to program, so I would suggest that it's a little bit complex, based on a simple idea, but it it's a little bit funny, so I would suggest get a pen and paper. Uh, I'll, I'll just review it here in brief for you so that you don't, um, but so you don't have to wait the entire length to the end of the podcast where I get to it. It's quite interesting, the, the story I tell about how I got to it, the literature I read to and thinking about different ideas and coming up with it. Uh, but like I said, it's a little bit complex, so you might want to write it down. Uh, here it is in its basic form. Basically, it starts off with a three-day um, split. So, pretty simple. Uh, and, and you would probably want to cycle that twice a week. So, three days on, maybe one day off, and then another three, or three, three day off. Um, it, so, it's designed to be pretty high volume. Um, so, how it works, we'll say day one will be basically a push day with the change that instead of doing triceps it'll be biceps so so with the muscle groups you're going to work on day one is going to be chest um, shoulders and um, and try and sorry biceps day two we'll say is legs and probably some lower back would be good on that day too day three is going to be back it's so it's it's an uh, altered pulling day it's going to be back it's going to be uh, rear delts, so which is you know kind of ties into the upper back, and uh, it's also going to be um, uh, triceps on that day. Uh, so yeah, day one, uh, day one I said biceps, right? I'm trying to think back. Anyway, uh, so yeah, so day three is back and uh, triceps. So we're changing it up that way. You get some uh, secondary work on the arms, so your smaller group gets extra work. So bigger arms, good thing. Okay, so uh, it's going to be these, that's your three-day split you're going to uh, repeat. There's a little twist to it, though, and that comes into play with the uh, the rep range. So the rep range is going to actually be more or less a four-day cycle, so that's where it gets a bit tricky. It's going to start out with a strength day, so heavy lifting day. That's day one. Day two is a moderate rep range, moderate weight, uh, so hypertrophy style training, 8 to 10, or, or, or 8 to 12. Day 3 is going to be a higher threshold, so around closer to 12 to 15 type reps, lower rest periods. Day 4, we're going back to hypertrophy. Um, and then you're going to cycle through that method of four. So what's going to wind up happening is you're going to wind up getting uh, strength days about every four days. You're, it's going to focus a lot on hypertrophy, so you get a lot of the um, the toning and the the size type benefits. Uh, and the the strength days are going to have enough days in between that you can recover from that. So, uh, like I said, it's a bit complex. I do have it on my blog post as I talk about in this episode. Uh, but I just wanted to give you a little overview so that you can enjoy that. Um, I think I talk about the actual routine about eight minutes into uh, into the next segment. So I uh, hope you enjoy. <laughs>
Welcome again. This one is going to be all about the difference between growth and comfort. So I think I mentioned in my last podcast episode that I've been listening to this book called The Coddling of the American Mind. It's all about essentially how it, it, it's very good. It's scientifically documented. It's not just, um, you know, based on on uh, someone's ideological presuppositions. It's actually they track through a lot of papers and a lot of uh, psychological uh, findings about how since they, they track it for the most part from about 2013 till when the book was published, which I believe was 2018, I want to say. Uh, basically how we've set up an entire generation for failure how we've sort of coddled to death people by with things like trigger warnings and and just setting up the expectations of uh, making people wimps and there was a couple key takeaways for me so far one of the ideas that is quite prevalent that I I am seeing on a day-to-day basis is this mentality of us versus them. We've lost the ability to give people the benefit of the doubt. We don't humanize people. We demonize people, which is so true and so prevalent and so heartbreaking. You know, I, I watch families and friendship disintegrate before my eyes because people have to hide from ideas that frighten them. Um, they don't allow themselves. And, and that's sort of what I wanted to get into today um, was this this idea. So this second idea, the, the concept that I noticed that um, this idea that or, or this philosophy that ideas you don't like are dangerous. You have to shut them down because they could cause harm trigger warnings, these types of things. And the fact is that it's so limiting. Like if, how do you ever expect to grow if you remain constant, if you never challenge yourself? So, so this was the idea and, and it occurred to me that basically you have to, you have to ask yourself, you know, what do I want? Do I want comfort? Or do I want growth? And so it means asking hard questions and it means looking yourself in the mirror. Um, I've been in situations where I, I've asked myself in the last couple of days I'm talking where I said, hold on now, what are you doing here? Are you trying to be comfortable? Do you want improvement or do you want comfort and and that like with my diet that really comes into play because I'm trying to diet down and I'm I'm having cravings galore so do you give into those and and you have to constantly remind yourself in those difficult moments you know good things don't come easily and that's what makes challenges worthwhile um so part of my process of challenging myself, I started reading a, a pretty scientific book called, uh, what's it called? Strength and Hypertrophy, I think it's by Brad Schoenfeld. It's very science to use his word. Um, parts of it, like he does do little 
um, takeaway points at the end of each section. But it's certainly not an easy book to get through. He wrote one called The Max Muscle Method or something like that that is way more layman, way easier to get through just in terms of making practical application of scientific principles. But one of the things that jumped out at me in the uh, in the first few principles, for one thing, there was, there was the idea of... Um, Muscle, te- muscle tension versus muscle um, damage. So you, if you know Schoenfeld's work at all, you've seen these concepts. You've probably seen lots of other people tout them because since 2010, that's been the sort of the gold standard of, of hypertrophy is you create muscle tension and you create muscle damage. Well, what does that mean in a practical sense? So I'll... Uh, I'll try to remember to link you the blog. I wrote a, a blog trying to break down the differences between those two. Essentially, tension is time under tension. It's um, it's more time. So the findings is less than 10 seconds under tension isn't going to yield um, hi- hypertrophic responses. So in other words, for building size, you want to be over 10 seconds, but there's a point of diminishing returns too. So rule of thumb, 30 to 60 seconds. Uh, whereas muscular damage are using a very heavy weight to create micro tears, and that's usually that's going to be a lot less because you can't hold it for that long. Uh, that doesn't have as much of a hypertrophic uh, re- reaction uh, adaptation, but it'll build you strength that'll help you improve upon those those. Uh, uh, hypertrophy adaptations. Anyway, that that was a bit of a, a sidebar there. I like I said, I wrote an entire blog trying to break that down. But anyway, one of the things I I that jumped out at me was that specifically for hypertrophy training, um, rest periods of about two minutes might be optimal. Now I don't tend to have large rest periods when I'm at the gym. I I like to work 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 as much as possible. Uh, when I'm specifically training for strength, that that changes a little bit. You know, I, I give myself that extra rest. Um, I don't usually time it, but um, but it occurred to me that if it's it makes sense that the two minute mark gives you enough time to recover the, your muscles so you can lift, you can get that time under tension for the subsequent sets. Um, now. The thing is, I've been doing, I've been alternating my my workout strength and hypertrophy. I slightly change. I've been making incredible progress the last couple of weeks, um, in terms of at least my physique is. You you can tell you can tell there there's changes there. Uh, my diet's been pretty good, not perfect. There's always room for improvement, I suppose, but but pretty good. Um, so, but what I did, I've, I changed it up despite how good it's been going. Um, I, I wanted to allow myself the, that muscular or, or strength adaptation better and to capitalize on the hypertrophy uh, gains that you can get more frequently. So in order to do this, um, I, I've sort of changed it up so that it's one day strength. Well, I, it's a three day split strength. Uh, still, so 
uh, chest and biceps, legs, back, and triceps. Three day split, and what I've done. So I'll, th this pattern's a bit hard to follow, so I'll do my best to explain it. One day strength. So let's say chest and, and tricep strength, and then I'm going to do three for hypertrophy. So it'll be my day two. So after the strength day of chest, it'll be hypertrophy for legs, hypertrophy for back, then hypertrophy for chest. Now I'm to, to day two, and that'll be strength. So on and so forth. I believe it works out to about a 12-day uh, pattern until you get all the way back to the start, which is quite a bit. But I'm going to improve upon that, or try, try to improve upon that slightly more to where what I'm going to do um, is do a what I'm calling a 3-2-1 in terms of rest periods. So now, actually my brother did a, a program similar to what I'm talking about. Um, I think it was, what's his name, Christopher Geffen, because my brother loves him. I don't know him that well, but I think he designed a program similar to this. Essentially, so it's it's going to be the same pattern, similar, except that I'm going to lower the the rest periods or or change up the rest periods. So, day one is again chest strength. We'll say we'll have about three minutes between uh, sets. Day two, hypertrophy. Um, so that'll be legs, and we'll say two minutes between sets. Day three, so now we're at back and triceps. Well, that's going to be more like lactic acid training. So um, still similar kind of rep range, maybe towards the higher end. So topping out around 15. So between eight to 15, we'll say reps, one minute or less between sets. And then once we've cycled through that, then it's going to go to day one. Um, now that's going to go back to hypertrophy. So that's going to be two. So, um I think what I'll do is, I'm trying to think how best to lay it out. Honestly, the best way would be to, to go to my blog. I'm going um, uh, to post it up there. Let me see if I can find the website. I think it, it's, uh, it's Sean the Buffer, S-H-A-W-N, the Buffer, dot WordPress dot com. So head on over there and I'll put up the, the workout in its uh, in its entirety, um, and that might be the easiest to follow along if that interests you. And uh, I think I'll leave it there for now. I got to get home, and uh, I've got a maintenance person coming.